welcome to the Wovid Diaries podcast. We talk about the impact of the COVID-19 pandemic on women's lives and how they've adapted to a brave new world. Neither victims nor superheroes, we give a platform to women from around the globe to share their experience in their own words. I'm your host, Sveta Mardar, and we're here to explore nuances and topics beyond the news headlines. In our first episode, we introduce the team behind the Wovid Diaries project and share our vision for the platform. I'll start with myself, your host, Sveta, and then we'll do a round of the entire team so you can meet everyone briefly. I'm an external relations and global network strategist with experience at top universities and professional services firms. I have a master's degree in global studies from Lund University. I was born in Soviet Union, raised in Moldova, and I'm currently based in London. I've also lived in Amsterdam, Bucharest, Chicago, Mexico City, and San Francisco. I'm a true global citizen. I speak eight languages, and I'm an avid world traveler. In my spare time, I co-host the Millennial Roller Coaster podcast and Dance Brazilian Zouk. Up next is Denise. Uh, She is a business psychologist, certified change manager and trainer, and works as a management consultant at EY. She is specialized in talent management, change management, and future of work. Denise supports companies and individuals in their transformation process. Beside her work, she's a competitive extreme swimmer with international awards and the author of the book, Out of the Comfort Zone. Louisa is a tech enthusiast, passionate about how innovation can contribute to solving issues from food security to healthcare access or climate change. Born and raised in Algeria, she calls China her second home, where she spent almost a decade for post-graduation studies and met the awesome women that are part of this initiative. She holds a Bachelor of Science and a PhD in Pharma and extensive experience in business expansion and emerging markets. She's now based in Dubai to actively take part in the tech revolution in the MENA region while being a co-founder of a type 1 diabetes video game venture. Marjorie was born French, but raised abroad. She's the eldest in a family of four girls. She was raised by a mother who had to make her place in everything she undertook and by a father who had to build himself a new mindset around women's success after the birth of his daughters. Creative and passionate about analytical thinking, Marjorie started her career in Shanghai. Due to opportunities it brought, she was able to work with multinational groups on a variety of projects and markets. She soon realized she would rather work as a creative director for solo entrepreneurs and smaller local companies. So she launched herself as a freelance and dedicated her services, helping her clients to build strong brand images for their project. She's currently based in France and shares her time between her creative studio, Maison Vella, and her position as a creative director for Wovid Diaries. Rita grew up in a household where polyglottism was the norm. She has lived on five continents, places as diverse as Australia, Brazil, China, and Morocco. She speaks 10 languages, eight with professional proficiency. She's a mom of a little baby girl and the youngest of three female siblings. She had from a young age, amazing female role models and has been taught by her parents the importance of education in the development of self-confidence. She got her PhD in mathematics and financial engineering with a specialization in the energy markets in both Mandarin and English from the Shanghai University of Finance and Economics. 
passionate about energy transition and the possibilities of making the transformation of the energy sector accessible. She's currently looking for a new position in the industry in Paris. She's gained broad skills due to her experience in fields as varied as finance, trading, and interpreting. She's also the co-producer of a renowned YouTube channel called Easy French. Check it out on YouTube. Zainab is a sustainable development strategist, change leader, and entrepreneur passionate about social innovation. Her main expertise is urban and community planning in the development as well as developed world. Born and raised in Sweden, but her quest to understand the complexities of the world resulted in extensive exploration of the world with 10 plus years living abroad, including China, Turkey, and Norway, and in multilingual language skills. She is currently managing a multidimensional city planning project in Sweden. She holds numerous board positions and is the CEO of Shift Consulting AB. So Zainab, you are the one who came up with the idea of Wobit Diaries and convened us all together on this amazing venture. Can you tell us how the idea of Wobit Diaries came about and what is the main goal of the project? Hi, the story behind Wobit Diaries started earlier this year in spring. The coronavirus reached Sweden in end of February and I joined the municipal crisis response team at one of the largest municipalities in southern Sweden. And being surrounded with strong female colleagues in various roles, such as managers, communicators, teachers, among many others that were excelling at handling the municipal crisis response team, I was simultaneously noticing the media coverage that was on both local level, but also internationally, portraying women from a very narrow narrative, mainly stating that the stories of women as either being victims of violence or as superwoman in global politics. And this was when I started considering whether or not how we were going to be remembered as women when, once this pandemic was going to be over. And the media was missing the nuances, the stories of women like myself and the ones that I was surrounded with. And this is when I decided to change this narrative. I reached out to women that had crossed my path over the years around the world and that were located in different countries. And my original idea was to write a book but then over time, this idea expanded and some of these women that are here with me today joined me in creating Wobbit Diaries as it is. We are now a team of six located in five different countries, including Sweden, the UK, France, Germany, and the United Arab Emirates. And our current outreach is to over 40 countries on all continents. And our audience has mainly been international women around the world. Wobbit Diaries will be a multidimensional project that will highlight experiences of women through multiple forms of media, including social media platforms such as Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn. We also have a podcast and we have recently also launched our website. The purpose of Wobbit Diaries is to raise awareness, to enrich and widen the public view and understanding of international women's experiences in various countries during the pandemic simultaneously to be able to add a bottom-up perspective on the society changes that are happening. We aim to raise resilience, to give women various tools to cope with COVID-19. We want to raise solidarity across borders through creating a common platform where women can be each other's support system and also by offering, offering a safe space. Finally, and not lastly, to capture women's subjective experience during the pandemic through their own point of view and make it available to the public. So I guess what we're trying to do is that we want to inspire and empower women around the world through Wobbit Diaries. Thank you, Zainab. And 
what I wanted to do next is to actually go and have everyone have talk a little bit about their roles and what they're focusing on. As the founder, obviously you've started this project and are involved in many, if not all aspects of it. Can you tell us just what, what is your main focus and what do you spend your time doing most on Wovit Diaries? I know it's everything, but just give, give our listeners a flavor. I mean, yes, it is a bit of everything. The idea is for me as a founder and executive director, I will oversee the various parts in the project and to push the project forward towards a common vision together with my team. And this includes developing and implementing strategies to promote Vorvidaira's mission and voice and to push the project towards our common vision. Anything from basically double checking and uh, creating social media posts to be involved in the development strategies, which partnerships should we create, who, how we're going to work with fundraising. It's, it's a lot of different aspects. It's quite fun, actually, and I'm learning a lot. And yeah, it's more or less keeping things together as a whole. Keeping things going. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Sounds good. What about you, Denise? Tell us what would be your key focus in your role. As a role, as an HR director, I will support uh, our growth so we have already our first members and it's great to see the interest. And um, I will be responsible for the recruiting of our members, of our contributors, and also will manage the cooperation process with uh, different cooperation partners all over the world. And really happy to see the healthy growth. And we are also defining some criteria for joining our platform and contributions because it's important for us to have similar mindset, growth mindset, and I will make sure to ensure that we have a great network from all over the world and support also the transformation process as a transformation expert. Sounds really exciting. Thank you, Denise. Up next, Louisa, please tell us about your role and what will you be focusing on on the project? Yeah, thanks for having me, Sveta. As the COO in the company is really working closely with Denise and all you, all the members of Wovid Diaries to really craft our strategy and our operations so that because now we're a small team but as we grow we want to make sure that uh, op our operations are streamlined also how to best position ourselves to find the right partners and the organizations we want to work with we want to partner with the type of individuals that we want to associate with so that this movement truly will become global yeah and uh, that's about it Excellent. We'll be working closely there with uh, Denise, I think. <laughs> Thank you, Louisa. And Marjorie, please tell us about your role on the project and what you'll be focusing on. Hi, hi. So I'm the creative director for Wovid Diaries. I help promote and creating a strong brand image for the program through our marketing and different communication channels. And the amazing visuals you will see on our website and social media. That's all Marjorie. So go check it out. It's awesome. Thank you, Marjorie. Rita, please tell us about your role and what you will be focusing on. Hello, guys. Again, thank you for having me too. Right now in the process, as a fundraising director, I'll be focusing on conducting everything that is related to the research to find the best grants to help us grow, as uh, Lisa was explaining earlier. And that comes, like it's the start, like looking for all the opportunities and writing and submitting all the procedures to have the funding and be granted the money and every kind of support we could have at this level. And also with the support of Luisa as an operation director, I'll help as 
the financial director also, help evaluate all the data at hand later, financial data, of course, and ensure that the budgeting is going right and that the operations are working. In few words, that's going to be it. But I would like to just add up a little sentence and say that I'm really humbled to work with so much amazing women. And I know we will talk about that a bit later, but I'm also not only bringing something, but I'm learning so much with all of you. And I'm really humbled to be part of this team, really. Thank you for having me. Well, myself, you would have heard me already and you'll hear me some more because I am the producer and host of this podcast and I'm also the editorial director on Wovid uh, Diaries. So I oversee the content strategy across the platforms and channels and kind of everything that has to do with the content that we put out. Next, we wanted to share with you what made us each join the project and what we're hoping to achieve. For myself, it was that piqued curiosity when Zainab initially got in touch with a group of us. Um, I didn't know anyone else on that group, but I was really curious and started joining a few calls. And that whole idea of bringing various women together that were really inspiring and really interesting, and I wanted to learn from them, that was my first interest to meet more women like myself, more like-minded people, and to learn from them. And in terms of what I'm hoping to achieve, I'm seeing this as a moral imperative to really shape that global conversation that is happening at the moment and that, that's been happening and really go beyond the headlines. And what I'm really hoping that we are able to do is to really find that inspiration both amongst ourselves, but also amongst other women, really use that inspiration to enact positive action that would impact our lives both now and in the future. How about you, Rita? Tell us what made you join the project and what are you hoping to achieve with it? To be honest, I could be answering that after reading about anecdotal evidence uh, showing that the COVID-19 pandemic was having a disproportionate impact on women, I decided to join to help and change the world and shape it differently. Not at all. Because my dear friend Zena came to me and I know her values, her commitment, what she's able to do. And as you said yourself, she brought me this idea that she got to have a platform where she can we can regroup kind of all the different stories of different women could be success stories could be sadness could be whatever and stories that they can tell with their own words without any bias and to work with a team of wonderful women as you said from all over the world who could say no to that so I was very happy and little by little we can kind of shaped the, the process project she explained to us more her idea and while developing that I could see myself and that's what I hope to achieve use many things that I learned from other projects and also learn with these women and try to empower myself, other women from my age, older women, younger women, and to tell our stories with our own words simply and to be there for each other. And there's so much development that has been done for women this year, but it's never enough. And I think if we could shape the future to be more female, more strong, to have more role models that are there in the media for other women, simple, easy to access, uh, said in a very human way, simple, empathetic way, it will be wonderful. And I think we can change a lot with that. So I'm very happy to be part of this. Thank you, Rita. Yeah, I agree with you. It's all about those relatable role models, which I think nowadays we can find amongst ourselves, uh, just on this project and amongst our network. And we're really on that quest to find more of those women to really bring them and to raise awareness of the various projects they're working on and various initiatives and how they've persisted and succeeded through this. How about you, Marjorie? Tell us about who strong-armed you into this initiative and, and what would you like to achieve? First, so selfish reason is I've been dying to work with my friend Z for like 
years now, we've been talking about writing books and illustrating them ever since the book about woman role model first came out. And we're like, we want to do our own shit like this and everything. So when she arrived with the idea, I was like, if you take another creative designer or marketing person for this job then there is not even way I will be speaking with you for the rest of our life this is like the end of our friendship so this is a very selfish reason and then there is the other part where I'm the oldest of a family of four dollars and woman perception of the world was always what we talked about around dinner table and my father taught us from a very young age, coming from his own grandfather, that the future of the world rested on our ability to empower and educate women. It was something that came in because, and I don't want to get the family connection wrong, but I think it's a great aunt that was very dependent of her husband. And she was left with her two kids with no money, no nothing, because she just had been a housewife when he decided to go away and get another wife rather than stay with her. So it was really something that kind of stuck. When Zeynep proposed Wovid Diaries, I thought that it was something that I wanted to do because I really want to make a difference in the way we perceive women in the world for the rest of the society, but also for us women, because it is so important that our generation and the future generation don't get to see the same things and don't have the same beliefs about women's place in society than we do now and what we've been educated. Thank you, Marjorie. I'm actually, <laughs> I'm surprised to hear, but I really like that different spin that is you who strong armed Zainab and not the other way around. <laughs> Take power. Absolutely. I love that. It's a really interesting, that family connection. I think that's probably a story we can all relate to in some way or another, all about empowering ourselves and empowering other women and showing that it can be done. And, and we need to be telling these stories. So other women, wherever they are, they see that and they see themselves represented and come inspired. Louisa, can you tell us about what you are hoping to achieve from this project and what made you join what or who rather <laughs> yeah I, I think it's more the who it's basically knowing Zeynep for so many years we've been embarking in those hours of conversation about how we can change the world and make an impact that was in Shanghai in Turkey whatever we meet we change the world but then we didn't actually walk the walk so when we first started talking about it it sounded nice, but it was still new what we could do. But then she managed to pull in all these exceptional women that uh, are here today. And I really started to believe in it. And the more I thought of it, I selfishly, female empowerment and uh, at the risk of being a shit stirrer here, it didn't really speak to me when I read about it, when I hear stories I don't recognize myself. I don't recognize my mom or my aunt or my grandmother. It's beyond skin tone. It's beyond religion. It's, it's just there is just not enough diversity in terms of the story to tell. And we know it, that there is so much more about women and what we have achieved in the past century and will achieve hopefully in the future that needs to be written down needs to be part of the history and transmitted to our nieces, our daughters, even to be told to our mothers and retold because some women around the world were denied to be part of history. So beyond the COVID-19 pandemic, which really put us 
take a step back and think about how we want the word to be. So this is kind of the word I want to be for the females of tomorrow. I don't know if I'm being very metaphorical, but uh, yeah, that's uh, that would be my answer. Makes total sense. And I really like that we are looking at this through that lens of going back and looking forward. So there is something that we bring our background and our history and we're trying to make history or change the way history is being recorded for future generations. And my only comment is that I was not at any point involved in these world changing conversations. And I'm looking at you, Zainab. (laughs) And I will, uh, you know, I'm not taking offense, but uh, mm, I think we will have to have a separate conversation about that because I have met you throughout the years and uh, mm, I've not heard this. I've not been invited previously. (laughs) We'll need to establish what that's about. (laughs) What about you, Denise? What or who made you join the project and what are you hoping to achieve? I'm here because of Zeynep. So I met Zeynep three years ago in Dubai and uh, we had a great connection and we are still in contact. And this year I was for a business assignment in South Africa and then in lockdown. And in this space, so we had the connection and we create a WhatsApp group with all the powerful women from all over the world and shared our lockdown experiences. And it was so powerful. And with this uh, kind of conversations and cooperation yeah we decided to uh, so Zeynep asked to um, yeah create Robert Diaries and it's I found it as a really great idea because I love to inspire myself with new experiences and also inspire others and during lockdown I uh, started to write my book and with this idea I said that that's a really complementary mission action it's about our potential it's about how we deal with challenges and what we are doing with that so That's why I joined Robert Diaries with the purpose to empower women from all over the world during and beyond the global pandemic by creating inspiration and understanding and showing really the different nuances of each woman. So our each individual story are so unique and powerful and why not use the synergy effects and get stronger together from all over the world. So it's really powerful and I'm really glad and happy to be part of this team and looking forward for all the contributors and members and we can make a really big difference all together. And thinking of perspectives and issues, Denise, what do you think needs the most attention in terms of raising awareness through our platform and why? That's a good question. So I think the world, we as a human and woman are extremely challenged from the global pandemic. And we don't have our freedom anymore. We are dealing with serious health and also maybe financial issues. And it's more than ever important to use the power of collaboration, of understanding, of empathy and supporting each other. So no matter where you are and what we are doing, you are not alone. We are not alone. And that's important, especially in those hard times to feel it and to have those exchange and experience exchange and inspire each other. So we as a community wants to empower each other for a better version of ourselves and for a better version of our future, especially as a woman in our role. And we can make the best of it. So of course we are in a painful situation right now. It's challenging to have work-life balance. It's challenging maybe to concentrate ourselves on one topic in our business, or we have maybe family issues at home. So there are so many challenges. After this painful time, we will get stronger. And that's why we are saying during pandemic and beyond pandemic, we want to create this platform. And with this platform, we will get stronger and will support each other in every process of our individual journey. 
How about you, Louisa? Which perspectives do you think are not there and we need to work on, on bringing awareness to? I think that would be two main subjects, or at least that are very close to my heart. And I've been involved in my career in those two. So I, I would say first is health and the way we perceive women's health is mostly taboo. You're not allowed to get sick. Maternity is uh, like when menstrual cramps are still not recognized as a proper medical condition. It's so much stigma. And we're talking Western Europe evolved, let's say, more advanced societies. Like if you go to other countries, the road is really long. So health is a big topic. And obviously, during a pandemic, we know that access is not as easy for women yet in some parts of the world. So increasing accessibility, increasing awareness about their health, about their physical and mental health mattering. Because as women across the globe, we always put our health in the back burner and take care of the children, take care of the men. Society continues to function, but we only can take up so much. And I think with the COVID-19 pandemic, we've seen that mental health is going to be an added burden on them to do so much, to, to be so relied on and yeah, to be denied the right to be depressed, to be denied the right to not be okay and uh, to have a day where you don't need to smile. Otherwise, people would ask you if you're uh, okay. That would be my first angle. I think the second is really entrepreneurship and really being economically independent, because I think that's the backbone of every society. We will see how we want to hear stories of entrepreneurship from farming to high tech. How can women take control of their finances and really have an impact on their family, their community, their city and their uh, and the global community? Lots, lots and lots of pressure. Absolutely. But very, very relevant topics. How about you, Marjorie? What are for you top of mind in terms of perspectives and angles that you think need more awareness? My perspective and what I would want to focus on with Wovid Diaries has some connection with what Louisa mentioned. The two topics that really matter to me are education and career empowerment. They are closest to my heart, again, for family issues. My mother and grandmother both were stopped due to inappropriate education to pursue the career that they wanted. They ended up taking careers that people had pointed to them as appropriate to women. And then you can imagine that depending on the time that it happened, it wasn't the same career path either and definitely not the same chances. And if it's something that touched my family directly, it is something that I've seen resonate in way too many women again and still around those times. We're, we're in the 21st century. A woman shouldn't have to choose a work path because she didn't have the proper education. I mean, we do have everything available to us today to be able to be passionate about the job that will actually emancipate us. Rita, how about you? What are you most passionate about in terms of the perspectives and issues you think need most attention at the moment? There are really different issues and it will take a really long, 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 long discussion, conversation to cover them all, of course. And Lisa, Marjorie, and, and I'm sure Denise a bit later will, will touch many of topics that are also close to my heart. But when you introduced me, you said something that was important, is that I had a chance to grow with having very strong women as role models. And of course, thank you to my daddy also, because he made a wonderful work in there. But what is important is 
by having that chance, maybe I didn't have a struggle that other women could or might have having some such uh, issues, doubts or questions not answered. And as I said, this is very important. My parents always taught me that it was very important to get uh, access to education and to educate yourself at different levels to be able to be self-confident. And we know that self-confidence is central in uh, having leaders and we need more female leaders. When I say leader, I'm not thinking about a president only or a very high position. It could be at different levels to have these leaders because they would be just to cite this impact maybe or consequence or result, let's say, they, they would definitely be role models for some, somebody, for a young woman or a young female that is a bit lost or that doesn't know what to do or how to process anything, go to university, knows the, what is important for her. At different levels, we need women because our perspective is amazing. We, I don't need to, to explain that. And, and me being a mom now, I can realize it more than ever. And it's amazing that we have the chance to be a group of women. As Denise said, to be collaborative, to help each other. As Louisa said, to raise awareness about issues as, as such as health or related to us, because we don't see other women reflecting that. We don't see other people talking about these topics. So we don't know how to do it, if it's normal to do it, if we should do it. In some countries, people say, it's, you have to be ashamed, don't talk. So having a platform that is there, open to everybody, easy to access in a language and hopefully in the future in different languages. That's something that is dear to me. If later on we can even use more than English, you know, to get access to other women, that would be wonderful for them to realize that there is much more than what they could see in their world. And that chance that I had, I want other women to have it simply like that. For me, he perspective would be young people's, which I think the the older we get, the more they're kind of, and if we have less contact, the less we know about it. But if you look around, it's people in with decision-making power tend to be older and of different generations. And where does that leave young people who many of them of high school age, university age are impacted in, in such fundamental ways during this pandemic. So I would also like us to focus on that and bring some of those issues to the fore. So hopefully through the platform to the stories, we'll hear more from younger generations as well. How about you, Zainab? I know you, you spoke about kind of the origin story, the various people you've come across and the people you cajoled together on this team. But is there one specific issue that hasn't been mentioned or that is kind of top of mind for you in terms of us raising awareness through Wovid Diaries? Most of the things have already been mentioned, but as a sociologist and political scientist, I have a tendency to view the world in colors, right? I see the nuances, I see the contextuality, and I think the importance in what there is, just to add uh, to all the great things that have already been said, is that we have an opportunity to actually show the contextuality uh, within the pandemic and in which way, how different societies are impacting women in different ways. Uh, because, I mean, we have all our own challenges in different um, countries, different societies, depending on whether or not we live in the cities or in rural areas, if we had access to education or not, depending on uh, whether or not we have been surrounded with female role models or not. So I guess what I'm hoping, like mental health is definitely one topic that is very important and that has been highlighted a lot during COVID-19, but also the class divisions within and between societies. Is important and I think it's important to add an intersection perspective to this discussion and in terms of resilience I would love to see more discussions around how can we make societies more resilient and how can we make women more resilient not just in the west but around the entire world 
And speaking of resilience, which I guess is something that is more of mid to long-term aspiration, shall we call it that, what would you say is long-term impact that you're hoping to make, Zainab, and us as a whole with Wobit Diaries, if you had to summarize it in a few sentences? First of all, I'm hoping that we're creating a legacy for the future. That would be one. And I'm hoping that Wobit Diaries would be a space for women around the world where they would find both inspiration and empowerment a space where their stories can be told and heard, which contributes to shed nuances to the global discussion around women's experience from COVID-19. And that this legacy uh, get, gets acknowledged by this and future generations to come. I'm hoping that the media coverage in the future would also take into consideration the different aspects and nuances of women's experiences. There's so many topics that came to mind as we were talking through both for our reasons to join, the things that were highlights for us throughout this year, throughout the pandemic, and what we're thinking about our various backgrounds. It's safe to say that we're aiming to cover so much. There'll be a breadth of experiences and topics and people that we're looking to bring through the platform. Things like personal freedoms and collaboration and empowerment, women's health, a focus on mental health which is really big during this time to raise awareness of entrepreneurship and success stories of how women have overcome challenges during this pandemic, economic independence, education, and how important that is at any age, not just for someone who is just having a baby or who is raising children, but actually for all of us, lifelong learning and educating ourselves as, as we go along, as many people would have had to do that if they lost jobs or if they had to pivot their careers. So I think education will definitely be a big topic as well as career empowerment in whatever shape or form that is, whether we've had to make decisions to change or learn new skills and try new careers. Confidence and building our own self-confidence. And that's where I'm really excited for what we are aiming to do with this platform to really bring those tools and, and experience and skills and share those stories so that anyone coming and reading or listening to our stories can really feel empowered and supported and inspired and seeing more relatable role models, more female role models that would inspire more women, more girls or women of any age to take leadership positions in whatever form that is in whatever forum they are at. So we're not necessarily talking about presidents, as Rita said, but actually at every level where we can have an impact, where decisions are being made, and that's having an impact on everyone's lives, that we are part of them, that we are trying to drive initiatives and make change in whatever way that we can. And also explore some of the intersectionality aspects of our lives lives and of our experiences as being women from around the world and us hoping to bring women from around the world and resilience stories of resilience I'm really excited to see those I think we've we've heard some already but really bringing them to light and sharing those with the world that would be something that I think we'll look forward to hear a lot more from Zainab you wanted to add something Yes, I just wanted to add because COVID-19 started earlier this year right it's a new phenomena I would like to just that COVID-19 is going to have a long-lasting impact on our societies and on how women are going to be impacted by it. So when we say in and beyond COVID-19, we're actually talking about creating a platform, not just for the women of today and how they're getting impacted today by COVID-19, but also because we see that there will be implications that will be with them for a longer time. It could be shorter periods of six months to a few weeks, but also long-term negative impacts that could last for years. 
in terms of both career, mental health, education. And I think these are the issues that we want to address with Women Diary. Some of the issues that gained more prominence during this time were not necessarily caused by the pandemic. They were just mm-hmm. exacerbated by the pandemic. And so there'll be another area that we're looking to highlight. I think that's a wrap. Hopefully that gives our listeners some idea into our stories, background, where we're coming from, what we're hoping to achieve, what we're focusing on, what, what we're really passionate about and how we're working together. I want to thank everyone who joined us today. Thank you, Rita. Thank you, Zaina. Thank you, Marjorie. Thank you, Denise. Thank you, Louisa. Thanks for sharing your story with our listeners. And hopefully you'll hear from us very soon. But stay tuned for our next episodes and follow us on our social media. And uh, we hope that uh, wherever the Christmas holidays and the New Year's, this time of year finds you that you are safe and taking care of yourselves and your loved ones. Thank you for listening and take care, everyone. Thank you for listening to this episode of Wowit Diaries. We hope you enjoyed it. And if you did, hit the subscribe button on your podcast app. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn at Wowit Diaries to find out more about the project and hear the latest news. Leave your comments and ideas for our next episodes. Talk to you soon. <laughs>